Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are. This is Chris and we're indoors because it's raining. Mm, not just raining, it's grey, it's cold and it's raining. And you know what? Since I had my uh, COVID injection, uh, which is supposed to cure me of getting infection from COVID, I felt like shit. So um, thank you, Mr. COVID injection. I think what happens for me uh, with the COVID injection was... My immune system is like a bull, uh, really it is. I've been blessed, I've I don't get flu shots, I've had one in my life, I think. Uh, and so I've relied pretty heavily on my immune system um, and what I eat and how I behave and how I think, uh, all the things that control your immune system, I think I've relied on all of those to be quite resist resistant to the bugs and the diseases and the things that are circulating in our normal world, um, to get a COVID shot attacked my immune system and it attacked it at such a deep level that it rattled my cage. It rattled uh, my brain, it rattled my body. Uh, last night I must have gone to the toilet 10 times and I can honestly say I can't think of any other reason that I would have been going to the toilet 10 times other than my immune system is trying to reject something from my body. So, because certainly it wasn't anything dietary. So, um, and I've been, uh, my training on my turbo with my bike, trying to get my, um, keep up with my training program that's preset for me by the Sufferfest app has been really a struggle. And, and uh, so... Uh, it's. I think it's really understandable that if I'm not used to having needles and injecting my body with invasives, and in uh, that when I get a COVID shot, um, I get a, a real kickback reaction from my body, and that's understandable. That's fair enough, guys. Today I want to talk about this topic, um, change, and it's a bit of a funny one because. The definition of change in the world is very much driven by the masculine uh, of those amongst us. In other words, if you talk, if you say the word change, it doesn't come across as a very uh, female-led enterprise. Growth or evolution, you could say, is a very feminine concept of change. And I think... Uh, therefore, whenever we talk about change, uh, especially in a corporate sense or in a personal sense or a family sense, we always think linear. Men have penises, male penis, male. Uh, it's, uh, so that when they think about things changing, they think about short, medium and long. They th think linear. Um, but change is never linear. Now, l let me just give you a, a great insight on this. So... Archimedes came up with a whole principle of trigonometry about 1,000-something years ago. And they, he came up with the idea of triangles and angles and lines and, and right angles and, and what have you. And that a triangle, if you add up the um, inside dimensions of all the corners of a triangle, it'll always come up to be 180 degrees. Um, and then a thousand years later, people are still resting on this concept of uh, two-dimensional geometry and teaching it at schools and practicing it like it's the gospel according to Saint um, whoever. I'm just going to have a sup sip of tea. Mm. Yum, it's chai. Uh, and 
but then they started to look at the stars and they go how the hell does this flat plate of the thing called earth which is flat earth and this flat thing called the sky how does it all work and some genius came up with the idea of, of inventing a telescope. If you want to learn all about this, by the way, you don't have to listen to this podcast uh, on this topic. You can listen to Everything and Nothing. It's a an incredible free documentary that's available, I believe, on iView, but Prime Video has got it. Um, Everything and Nothing. Oh, it's so cool. But anyway, what it reveals is that when they started to study the stars and some genius came up with the idea of polishing metal so, so smooth that it became a mirror and came up with the first ever real telescope, it looked up and it saw that stars weren't always in the same place. In other words, it's not flat. They started to realise that the, that the Earth is moving around and that the stars are moving around and they couldn't work out what the name of Crikey using geometry invented by Archimedes was going on out there. So what they did is they went back and they said, well, maybe Archimedes was wrong, which of course caused a lot of people to lose their jobs at universities and academics, until they finally realised that Archimedes' principles and all the principles of geometry only work in two dimensions. But what if space, what, is, what if the Earth is in, in a space that's three-dimensional? In other words, a, a, a sphere, a ball, and that the that everything is round out there. That the, the 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 Earth's going around the Sun, and the Sun's going with the Milky Way around uh, in itself is rotating, and it is revolving around something else. And the whole universe is a bubble rather than a flat plate. And they suddenly realised that the geometry that they'd been practicing for thousands of years is being fundamentally primary and. It, it couldn't explain the stars. And so they had to come up with, well, what the hell is going on out there? And to do that, they had to come up with a new geometry. And the new geometry was three-dimensional. And it's where we came, started to understand the volume of a sphere and the volume of something and the, the, the volume of things. But of course, men still had penises, so they still fought, think linearly. And so it came to owning the feminine concept, which was Einstein's greatest gift to the world, of understanding the, the three dimensions of space, time and matter, and understanding that things happen in three dimensions all at once. And that gives rise to thought, that if change is, is really the evolution or the development of something, then it must be changing in three dimensions all at once. It's a sphere. Now, we draw, when I send you my uh, principles on a piece of paper, I always send them to you in two dimensions. They're flat, uh, and there's therefore a triangle or a cone tried to be shown in three dimensions, but in a very poor example, in a, in a PowerPoint or whatever. But what we talk about is always trying to give things two show things two-dimensionally with three corners. But if we really were to be able to illustrate the true definition or the true dimensions of growth in space or change in space, it would be a three-dimensional tripod that grew each leg of the tripod out 
toward the edge of a sphere all at once. And this is how nature grows. She doesn't just grow in one dimension. So we might say, oh, look at the tree growing tall. But the tree isn't growing tall. It's growing down into the earth too, and it's growing out. So it's a three-dimensional growth uh, 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 model that includes dimensions of outward, upward and sideward uh, all at the same time. So the volume of the sphere is growing. So when we talk about change, body, mind, spirit, or we talk about vision, inspiration, purpose, or we talk about strategy, structure, culture, all three are meant to change at once. But because of the masculine principle of penis growth, small, medium, large, we think first we get the strategy, then we'll organize uh, culture change, and then we'll organize uh, uh, structural change, or one of the three. We'll organize culture change. And what we did is we fragmented consulting companies, we fragmented MBAs, we fragmented learning into the, uh, one of those three aspects. We said, let's go and learn about strategy, let's go and learn about culture change, let's go and learn about structure and restructuring businesses. And we even have consulting firms that have three departments. And the three departments are built on the penis principle. Once again, linear change. Let's go and work with the strategy. Let's go and work with the culture. Let's go and work with the structure. But they don't change linearly. If you change strategy, structure, culture linearly, by the time the strategy gets clear, the structure gets changed and the culture gets changed to implement the strategy, the strategy needs to be different again because it grows in three dimensions and nature abhors a vacuum, which in that video, by the way, that I was talking about before, everything about nothing that argue um, is, is wrong, uh, but it isn't. And uh, let me just give you a hint when you watch the video, when they say there's no such thing as ether, think about the word thought because science can't afford to have the word thought as a, a dimension of science, because that means before the Big Bang, there was something. And in science, and, and especially astrology, the idea of introducing the thought means introducing theology into astrology, which was never back a long time ago, like four or 5,000 years, they were never separate. But in order to compartmentalize things, as we do with strategy, structure, culture, they separated theology from astrology. And that's a big mistake because thought is ether. Anyway, watch the video and you'll see what I'm talking about. But coming back to this point, the three dimensions of change. When we go to change ourselves, body, mind, spirit, the three, the three have to integrate. And what we'll typically do is we'll say, oh, I'm, I'm going to change my body. I'm going to have an operation or I'm going to go to yoga. Or I'm going to eat this and I'm going to eat that. We change one dimension. And then when that dimension gets changed and we go, geez, I feel fitter now. Now, what will I read? I'm going to change my, my structure, my, my, my thought process and uh, my mind. And we start changing that. And then we go, wow, my mind has changed. My body has changed. What could I do with that? We go and change the vision. And that is tantamount to penis growth, small, medium, large, linear change. How it actually happens in, in, in the world of human development is consciousness is a sphere. So if you change consciousness and you change it holistically, which means rep respect yourself in the seven areas of life, that they're all connected, they're all part of one you, that your value system determines which one you 
inflate and which one you deflate. But the fact of the matter is that all, all seven areas of life are a, are a sphere. And if you change one a millimeter, the whole volume of the sphere goes out. So you, if you change your mind, your relationship changes, your health changes, your uh, financials will change, your spirituality will change, your social connections will change, everything changes. So managing yourself or looking after yourself or self-leadership as we call it, is a spherical concept. We grow as a, 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 as a volume rather than grow in a line, in a direction or towards something. And so we grow in, in, in every dimension, which is really, in a sense, four-dimensional. So what I'd like you to consider is the fact that strategy, structure and culture have been separated. Body, mind, spirit has been separated. We talk to someone who talks about spirituality, changing your, vis your spirit, your vision, your whatever. And then we go and talk to someone about changing your body, which is your relationship, your family, uh, how you feel, what goes on in, in, in your physical self, in your connections to nature and love and people and friends. And then we go and talk about mind change, which is go to university, study something, and we've fragmented it. Now, our over-specialization leads to extinction. So anything that grows in a body dimension, family relationship, and doesn't consider the impact of it in their vision and their spiritual aspect, and doesn't consider the impact of that mentally, grows in, an, in a, it's not a sphere anymore, it's a sort of an odd-shaped Swiss ball stuck between two uh, um, hard walls, and it becomes like an oblongong uh, sphere, you know, <laughs> Um, it, it's no longer, uh, it's got flat sides, it's so long, no longer a whole sphere and we become out of balance. And that's really the definition of true human balance is when we are completely a ball, we're completely a sphere of consciousness. So as above, so below, it's a sphere. And as we go up in our dimension towards gratitude, towards connecting to higher realms of our inspiration, we go down in our ability to implement that in terms of money and uh, materialization, but we also grow out to the side in terms of the number of people we impact. So this massive concept of holistic growth is in, flies in the face of a meme, which is a masculine concept of penis development, of linear growth, that things grow in one dimension, once you've finished growing in one dimension, you can pack it away and point it in the other direction. This is just not how it works. So conceptualize for today that body, mind, spirit grow all at once. And that if you work one day and you skip your body and you work on your mind and you skip the next day and you work on your mind and forget your body, you're growing lumps and flat bits and, and you, you've gone back into the idea that I'll grow one, then grow the other, then grow the other. And it doesn't work. So. Wrap your head around, if you can, today, the concept of everything about nothing, the, the video, everything and nothing, I think it's called. Wrap your head around, if you can, the fact that there is no such thing as empty space, there's just thought. And this sphere, this sphere of growth is a thought. And this thought includes body, mind and spirit. And that is what you're growing on a daily basis if you do what I've defined as back on track process. The back on track process basically says, I, I, I can't control the hourly growth of my being because the, well, I will spend 24-7 self-obsessed. What I can do is spend an hour a day making sure I stay spherical, I stay holistic, I stay complete, I stay without injury to myself. I don't grow one area and forget the other. I grow as a sphere, body, mind, spirit. 
And the same when we're working on our businesses, strategy, structure, culture, all three must be changing at once. Now, this is a hard concept for males to get their head around for, for, because masculine principle of linear growth has been in, in, entrenched in all of our education since Archimedes because of the two-dimensional measurement of geometry. But if we can start thinking three-dimensionally and use these goggles that they've got now, which I'm going to get myself a pair of these 3D goggles where you can, where you can look out and see a concept three-dimensionally uh, presented to yourself or go and explore the pyramids three-dimensionally. And I think we, uh, this is the evolution of the humanity, whether we are really absorbing the feminine principle of holistic and true understanding of the three dimensions of space, of the three dimensions of growth, of the three dimensions of everything. It grows out in, uh, in, in a third and the fourth, even the fourth dimension, the dimension of thought being one of the dimensions of existence. Einstein worked on this. He worked his ass off to try and uh, prove that uh, this third dimension was the key missing link in understanding the stars and the planets and the movement of the Earth. Just to finish up, just in case you, you don't want to go and watch the video I recommended, which is the um, <coughs> video about everything and nothing, it poses the question near the end, and this, this is so cool. It poses the question, if in the Milky Way galaxy, which is ours, where our sun and our Earth is in, mixed in this galaxy, there are measured to be about three trillion stars. And they've measured somewhere in the vicinity of 100 billion galaxies in the universe. And if all the galaxies and all the stars and all the light comes out of every star is photons rushing towards Earth, why in the hell does the Earth go dark ever? How could just because one our sun shines light toward our earth, why doesn't the light come from all the stars onto the earth at the middle of the night? And a lot of people said, well, it's because of the atmosphere around the earth. And the scientists were going, no, that can't be right. Because over billions and billions of years, those lights, those stars have been sending light. So at some point, they all should start arriving, but they haven't. And so they did the math and they did the math and they did the math and finally they came up with this answer. This is so cool. So the universe is expanding and it's expanding faster and everything in it is going outward. And therefore, it is expanding faster than the speed of light. And therefore, anything that's emitting light toward a certain direction from whence it came, in other words, it, towards, its, it, towards the core, the, re, the origin of the Big Bang, if, if it's sending light back in the direction of the Big Bang. But, it's, but the thing that's giving out light is flying outward faster than the speed of light. <laughs> then light is actually standing still where, and it will always be where it was left because the Earth, the thing it's, that threw the light out is moving away from itself. It's such an incredible concept that only a, a, a magnificently put together documentary can explain. But I think it also uh, helps to, uh, you to understand that you are a star. You are a star and from star stuff we come to star stuff we go. That's our birthright and that's our uh, destiny in the end. And if you think about you are 
expanding and that you are flying outwards. You're not standing still or sitting on a chair or listening to this in a car. The Earth's going around the sun. The sun is whizzing around inside our galaxy. Our galaxy is rotating around and our galaxy is in a series of galaxies which are also rotating around and it's in a universe which is flying outwards at a, at a, a faster than the speed of light. You've got this concept that you you leave yourself behind, you leave your light behind and other people don't get the full radiation of it but they get a glimpse just like we do glimpse the stars at night. It's such an important thing to spread your mind and open up to the idea that our concept around change, the linear definition of it, I'll change this and then change that and change that, is completely founded on the Archimedes principle of a two-dimensional space and we're not living in a two-dimensional space. We're more in the feminine concept of a three-dimensional, even four-dimensional uh, growth space. And this is really powerful, really beautiful. And uh, I hope you can spend a little bit of time on your busy day today imagining what we're talking about here. Have a great day. Bye for now.